0: What is up, Redhead Racing Radio? Jason Schultz here. Andrew Curlin. Happy football season, Andrew. Is that better? That's a lot better, Jason Schultz. Aren't you excited for football season, you Sun Man, Devil? I
1: can't wait. Football season is here. The Sun Devils are off to a good start. Man, it's
0: exciting. It's exciting to watch. I thought their name was... Their new name was Used Conduct. No. No, we're still the Sun Devils. Not according to popular culture.
1: Yeah. Every time you watch Ted, you send me that clip.
0: Yeah, it's my favorite. Or as they, the locals call it, HPVU.
1: Yeah, that's another Ted joke, man. That's, I love. Find that. like another movie. That's hey, the thing. Like you can't think of any other movies. Like hey, there's I, only one movie, and it's just Ted. Is the one you keep referencing. Ted
0: was based in Boston. I was in Boston this weekend. I should have gone around and found the sites of where Ted was recorded, filmed. Maybe yeah. he was there. I didn't get to see him. I I hope Ted was there. He was probably in some dark alley doing some drugs. Not to take it dark here, but just wanted to give you a heads up.
1: Where is this podcast going, hey, Jason Schultz?
0: I don't know. We talk about drugs, alcohol. We haven't talked about alcohol yet. I had a great race. I had a great race viewing experience yesterday. I have a question. You know how I said in our group chat after the race that... Let me pull I said, oh, where is it? Jason is admitting this was a good race, and then you responded breaking news. Breaking news. (laughs) I think it may have been the alcohol influence that made it the race good.
1: It was a good race, though.
0: Yes, but I think drinking and being engaged that way made it more fun. Yeah. I mean, maybe it doesn't need to be 500 miles. It was the shortest 500-mile race ever. Really? I think, did you? Th- I don't
1: know. During, during the mid part of the race, I'm like, all right, we've kind of hit a spell, but like it was good throughout and drivers were making mistakes spinning out. It's like,
0: yeah, I did.
1: We're back to the low down force, high did, horsepower.
0: Like I did have to take a mid race break because we ran out of a beverage of choice and we went to the liquor store, but you won't believe it. Liquor stores were closed on Sundays. Even when it feels like a Saturday because it's a Sunday of a three-day weekend. They were closed. Rude. Dang. That's tough. So maybe that's why the race didn't feel as long because we did take a little break to go do that and then come back home. But it was a very enjoyable race. I highly recommend drinking and watching a NASCAR race. Yeah. So when you turn 21, you should do it.
1: Yeah. We can do it at the Glen.
0: Yes. 21st birthday next year. Mark your calendars. Um. I also tweeted, did you see my tweets last night?
1: I was looking through them, yeah.
0: Thank you. I was like, you know what? This will be fun to do a race reaction thread. And what you were talking about, things you know happening, go force, whatever. Attrition. My favorite word in motorsports. I tweeted that. Races having attrition make the racing more interesting. Things happen, people crash, storylines develop. Good stuff.
1: Yeah. No, oh, you're right. You agree? You I agree? mean, it, the amount of Playoff drama there was.
0: Actual the last pla- wait, night. Actual they actually had playoff drama. That's a shocker. We did not have any of that last year.
1: I know. It's like the playoffs were flipped on their head. It's like I have uh, William it byer not,
0: It was not flipped on. I know. Head. It's so. I know, close, but it's
1: but you would think that first race of the playoffs, you would see something that you've been seeing all year. You know, the the especially, you know, you expect the big guys to rise to the top. And, my God, you look at, the, like, the cut line. Don't you have Kyle Busch in your championship four? No. Oh, I know a lot of people do. And, like, he's below the cut. Byron's below the cut. Kozlowski is. It's like those are guys you expect to advance. And now I know we have two more races before we make that first elimination. But I don't know. This was This was not the way I saw this race going. And that was exciting.
0: The sign of the playoffs being good this year will be if we have to complain about how um, playoff points factor into I the... I honestly,
1: like, well, okay, right now, in years past, right I think it's fine. Or in years past, I haven't thought it was great. But this year, I mean, Larson dominated. But other than that, like, the playoff points weren't all that crazy this year. I mean, the this was the first time in a long time that going into the first race of the season there's been a plus zero minus zero at the cut line like i can't remember the last time that happened yeah.
0: um our rule was like what we wanted to see happen is the first round yeah playoff points whatever future rounds reset it to zero and then if you get playoff points in the first, in the round previous you can carry those over so historically i don't think we've complained about it in this round it's the future rounds that once we get to the third round first race and larson's already locked into the phoenix then we'll complain but as
1: long as at least it's only Larson and it's not like a bunch of drivers yeah. have this automatic huge advantage, I really feel like it's only Larson because Larson has the race wins. Yes, Hamlin finished second in the points, but like he only now has one win
0: to his name and yes. only a couple of stage points. You know what I mean? Um, I all right, the race was definitely good, it definitely made the playoffs a good start to playoffs. But I felt like there was absolutely zero hype leading to the playoffs. Like there was not much done to make the playoffs seem like a big deal like I think they should be. In the early years of this playoff format, um, I saw some of this on Twitter this week. Remember they had driver nations? Yeah. I thought that was a good way to hype up the drivers in the playoffs, like make it feel like a tournament style, like other sports style. Like
1: And remember they used to have that like week in Chicago where all the drivers would get together and do stuff? It's as you if I mean? doing
0: Zoom only media availabilities is hard to like do creative stuff to promote the playoffs. Yeah, if yeah. I'll
1: say this: I, I I don't understand what the protocols are. It's kind of
0: they don't make any sense.
1: It, it's it, it's strangely inconsistent in terms of like I mean like you look at the track and I sent a picture. Full, full they were fans. And they were full fans, full driver intros. You know, the grid was normal. They were having guests and hospitality on pit road. It's like, it looked normal. But then, yet yeah, we act sometimes where it's not. So, I don't certain, know. Yeah, that certain people. That confuses have. me. Um, I just don't understand it. I thought, I really hope, because right now it's up in the air, whether media day for championship yeah. four is going to be in person or not but man i hope it is if they want to make this a big event yeah. it's got to be in person
0: but the play like the it's the lack of hype going to playoffs it's just astounding there wasn't much energy created at all there wasn't much marketing done around to make it a big deal like they did a few videos and a few posts but like how's that going to get people excited for the playoffs yeah. ben our producer ben and i were looking at nascar.com i think saturday night or whatever you've what articles they had the day before and it was just the it was shocking how like like they had playoff related stuff on there, but wasn't like stuff to make it seem like a big deal. They had, you know, some predictions for playoff grids or whatever, but it's like these no name NASCAR.com employees that are making predictions. You could literally go ask celebrities, even if they don't really follow NASCAR to make playoff grid selections like people that ask people that are big names to do that versus just reporters who no one really cares what their opinions are. I think that could do it. The Driver Nation thing, I think you just had to, like, get the drivers to hype up the playoffs, too. But it was just very, like, quiet. I It think, was quiet. Um, I had this idea, like, a playoff. I think they kind of did this in Vegas when they had the first uh, race to the playoffs. Like, a playoff fest. Like, all the drivers out, fans out, music, party, like, autographs. Like, make it a big deal. Have all the fans out, like, the fr- the day before the race or whatever. Hopefully, I practice stuff next year. So, maybe it's, like, a Friday but just create an event to make it a big deal. Like, the goal of marketing and promoting is just to make everything bigger than it actually is. And I feel like they have made the playoffs feel way smaller than it actually are. And by the way, put the race on NBCSN instead of NBC, one of the crown jewel races, probably the second biggest race of the year and the first race of the playoffs. But, like, there's easy things to do to make it bigger. Like, it used to feel so big. The first Chicagoland race felt huge with the playoffs and everything. It just, it was so... Dramatic and energized And I miss that
1: Yeah No I agree Um, I don't know I at least remember Rolling into And I think a lot of it Is also important And maybe You know this was brought up In our group chat Over this weekend But A lot of it starts with The end of the last race Of the regular season And I feel like Richmond I will never forget Richmond being The cutoff race And it's like all right. we have our playoff field now. It's like we didn't even take a a, a oh, group, group picture. Photo. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: But drivers um, can be standing around, like maskless fans in big crowds, but they can't take a group well, photo with each other. They're
1: all talking during driver intros. Yeah, you know they're all together during driver. But no, but driver no picture. Intros. We Can't
0: do a big picture though.
1: But it's on TV. It's I yeah. don't know. I, I don't want to get into it because I don't understand it.
0: But no one understands. Um,
1: it. Like I feel like I mean you know how big Richmond was. And Daytona, you had this opportunity to really make it big. Now, maybe it didn't help that there was only one spot up for grabs. Yeah. Maybe we need to go down to 12.
0: Yeah. You know no, what I mean? I think less 16 drivers. 16 is a lot of people. Yes.
1: If we go down to 12, holy cow, does Daytona yeah. become exciting? And the playoffs are that much more emphasized. You know a what I mean? A smaller
0: field, I think, increases the drama overall, makes it more prestigious, makes it feel bigger. Like, when it's 16 drivers, like, that's over half of the competitive cars in a field every week. Like, half should half the teams make the playoffs or should just be the best teams to make the playoffs? Like, we know, we have an idea who's going to get eliminated after the first round already. It's like, should they even be in the playoffs in the first place? Richmond, what I remember, Richmond, maybe this is like, I don't know, this is probably for most of its time as the cutoff race. It's like, after the race, they had, like, big... Like hours of coverage After like previewing the playoffs Taking pictures All this kind of stuff About different
1: NBC Post Race did have a l- lengthy show
0: Okay I don't remember necessarily But like Just to make it Like you just gotta build it up That's all I want I just want it built up better yeah. Um, I did like the yellow spoilers Coming back Yeah Like I was the, They did like silver For the last Or last year or whatever I'm like Or green for monster Which I get it but f- it's funny how they found like oh we have yellow in the nascar logo so we could make them yellow because the others are red and blue i'm like yeah that's a pretty like simple way but yellow just reminds me of the chase and the chase is great
1: yeah No. did, did they right. have to
0: change the name of the chase because they have chase Elliott now and people would think it's all about him confusing
1: yeah could be no, I don't know. Chase
0: I, wins yeah. the chase. That'd be cool.
1: Chase wins the chase. See, I could get behind that. Yeah. I could get behind that. That'd be fun to say.
0: I had another great idea from the race yesterday. Do You want to hear it? Let's hear it. NASCAR needs a mid-race report from a known personality drinking at home during the race for entertaining analysis of the race.
1: So they wanted you to give you a call.
0: Yes. I think that'd be great. And it's not me. It could be someone that's well-known that's just having a fun time, enjoying the race, and an unfiltered, entertaining... Bit mid race about what they think about the race after cool they've been consuming be? alcohol.
1: I've always thought, what if there was like a rated R yeah, TV broadcast, broadcast to yeah. watch? And you know, that's Barstool. That is Barstool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just um, real
0: fans analyzing the race. Like that's what Barstool's and Barstool's barstool And Barstool
1: is. is they have their own bowl game that they yeah. themselves are, are broadcasting. broadcasting, which is going to be and crazy. How. I would watch. You know what I mean? And it's it's, like different. I would watch a rated R game where, like, you know, something happens and and the announcer, instead of being like, oh, you know, like big problems, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I like a good, solid broadcast. But how crazy would it be if, like, an announcer's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just because they can say it. You yeah. know, they are the average fan watching the game. I think that would be pretty entertaining. As, maybe, he, we, I mean, it would be cool to do have it. some sort of NASCAR. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like a shorter event, like a clash or an all star race. Yeah. We have that sort of offset. That would be awesome. That yeah. would be entertaining.
0: It would draw I would people get in.
1: more dialogue and conversation yeah. around that in the actual broadcast.
0: Yes, exactly. I think that, like, NASCAR is about a good times. Alcohol is, you know, encouraged at racetracks, like that is part of the sport. So embrace it versus like just making everything buttoned up and professional on TV, like how Barcelona is going to do their bowl game. It's going to be unique. and It's going to be different. And it's going to be doing fun things that are out of the box that are going to probably push the TV landscape into a new direction for this future. So if NASCAR wants to do something similar, like, and that's the thing we don't need unbiased people we need people that like have an invested interest in like what's happening like a chase Elliott fan would have been pissed when chase wrecked like instead of just acting all professional about it like having someone mad that their driver wrecked that's entertaining
1: yeah no i agree 100 percent.
0: mid-race report from drinking i have all the great ideas after drinking during the race also i put down more cautions to make for a better race which absolutely that's what happens sunday yeah um now, speaking of Richmond, like, Richmond used to be good. I'm not looking forward to Richmond. It's been, like, bad for years now. So I hope some action happens. After this first good Darlington race, like, hype, there's some hype there. I need a good race at Richmond.
1: Well, and again, I don't want to talk too much about a package, but every time we race this high horsepower, low down force package, like,
0: like stuff happens. You know what I mean? I think um i agree that's exactly what it is but i think nascar is still going in the opposite direction of the next gen car because kyle Bush said this week i think the idea of the next gen car i think it's a step in the wrong direction but it's what we got like oh
1: can we talk about kyle Bush? how pissed he yes. was yes
0: okay like passionate driver interviews actually great glad you brought this up this was like the best thing nbc's done all year like you first in case anyone missed it you tell them what happened
1: Yeah, so, I mean, Kyle Busch wrecks or spins, I think he said it was his own fault, and drives straight to the garage. Now, that car probably maybe could have been repairable, but he's like, screw it, I'm done. Goes straight to the garage, gets out right away, um, swears twice in his NBC interview, um, and was just pissed. Epic. Yeah. Good. It's just like all right, I like it. And
0: so during that part of that uh, race Dale Jarrett, Kyle Petty were with Dale uh, Dale Jr. in the booth yeah. and the way they analyzed, it wasn't like, oh, we're so sorry for the language. How could he yes, dare? Yes, li-
1: I was my roommates were watching with me and they said the exact same thing. So
0: I've got a 30 second video here. I don't think we can put it in the podcast, but I'm going to let us listen to it and then we'll kind of recap it. It's how they analyzed what he said. Yeah. But I think it's I just don't remember what it was. Alright, so my takeaway from that, Kyle Busch saying I apologize for language, but we don't apologize for fashion, epic. And the fact that he's showing his emotion versus just being a driver that gives the, the most bland interview ever, which is NASCAR is one of the biggest problems right now, is these drivers are corporate robots that don't say anything interesting. And yeah. Kyle Busch has never usually been like that. Sometimes he does go like that, but him really saying what he thinks, like, yeah, not everyone will be happy he says what he thinks, but it's way more interesting Creates storylines and makes the sport better. Like, I hate yeah. that the whole perception of PR and drivers these days is don't say anything bad. Say good. Don't say anything bad. Like William Byron, you think he's ever going to say something like that? No. Like yeah. we need that passion. And that's what they were encouraging on the broadcast, which I'm so thankful they did that on hey. the broadcast.
1: Man, I want more Kyle Petty. Like, I yeah. I really love and appreciate his. We need
0: characters sport. in the broadcast, like guys, unique personalities, willing to say what they actually think. And That's man, what Jimmy Spencer for like, years. Kyle Petty definitely can do that.
1: It's like if NBC wanted to throw Junior, Kyle Petty, and Dale Jarrett on for more than just throwback reasons, like I'd be for it. Yeah, like give him an Xfinity race. Like I would love that.
0: Uh, it's just so good to hear, like, having people say what they actually think. Like, people will get mad. Everyone's afraid of saying the wrong thing and people coming at them. Like, just say what's actually happening, show emotion, be passionate. That's what makes people more interested. Like, that's why Barstool, they don't say corporate tag lines when they're watching football or whatever. They're literally just saying what they're thinking, and it draws attention and interest. And that's what NASCAR needs. And drivers need to, like, it, NASCAR will get more attention from everywhere if drivers are giving juicy and interesting quotes about what's happening yeah that's how the sport was built and then they completely have chased or scared people from doing that now but say what you're thinking like yeah nascar wasn't happy kyle swore on tv but they made it made people care
1: i'll go into this too the kyle's had a good night kyle larson i freaking love and appreciate that he sent that car into tried. turn three, yeah. knowing it was gonna hit the wall, knowing it was for the win, it was a screw it mentality. It was gritty. It was fun to watch. Major props to Kyle Larson yeah. for f- that for leaving that car looking like it did, finishing second place. Because I mean, I don't know. He could have mailed it in. Tried, uh, you know. It was I wonder. Close, it, not close enough. Yeah. Screw it. I'm gonna freaking wreck my car. Yeah. And. And, and go for the win. It's I w- like, I, I love wonder, that greediness. I
0: wonder if he knew they weren't going to use that car again in the playoffs, so he could do that. But I bet if they had to like, use it for a future race, he wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But and, I, lo- and, I right. like that, though.
1: I mean, you're a race car driver. You would want I to I am actually that not a
0: race car driver.
1: Okay, but like, say you're a race car driver. Like, Someone
0: tweeted me last night saying I should be a r- driver because there was a podcast battle on Pit Road or something. They're like, Jason should be in a car. I'm like, hell yes, Jason should be in a car. I would be a... <laughs> show stopper
1: yeah at the back of the pack
0: no i'd be winning
1: <laughs> yeah right no but i mean i don't know i i love that gritty gritty finish you know he didn't have to do that but he's like sc- alan Gavana tweeted the best thing he's like kids if you finish second your car better look like kyle Larson's. Yeah. i'm like absolutely it should i thought
0: that was awesome glad yeah. to anyone good for offer pad
1: yeah yeah, they don't
0: sponsor our podcast, but they sponsor another great podcast.
1: They so. offer pad car and roof mortgage victory lane.
0: Shut up. Um, football starts. Go Patriots. What's your prediction for your? Which team are you a fan of this year? Whatever one's winning.
1: Um, I think we're go pack go again this year. Oh boy. Yeah.
0: How would you feel about Aaron Rodgers' off season?
1: man he's back he's back on our team you know he's back in green bay wisconsin where he belongs and um i'm excited for us yeah it's gonna be fun we're gonna do well
0: uh, i that's my pet peeve when people say we and us about things <laughs> especially when they have no involvement whatsoever yeah not calling got you out right
1: adams and um and matt lafleur who's the coach and our coach and um you know all the other players their names kind of jumbled together i probably couldn't tell you any others but who's
0: the owner of the packers
1: oh man we all are right that's a good
0: point it actually is
1: yeah 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 i'm on the wait list to uh to be a a part-time owner of the
0: Packers. wow so So, yeah patriots
1: lambeau field man green bay wisconsin
0: all right andrew proves he knows just enough about the packers (laughs) to prove he is interested in football (laughs) I'm so excited. Sundays (laughs) are going to be great for the rest of the year. Leading up until like there will be an NFL game every single Sunday leading until the LA Coliseum clash race. That's rumored to be happening. That's right. Next year. How do you feel about that?
1: Oh yeah. that would be cool if it happened.
0: You know, I I like the idea a lot of this race and I think it'd be really cool, but I see so many people on social media just mad about something different happening with that race i'm like it's better than the road course like anything's better than the daytona road course for that race but you know how i'm usually the anti one about any changes so it's funny to read other people being mad about the change and i'm like oh i like this this is, this is cool awesome is.
1: and i think didn't didn't someone say it would be week of super bowl like the, yeah. in la that's
0: the only problem yes it's great in having people out there making a big deal the only thing is are we gonna chase the super bowl around every city now to do a clash race every year I don't know. Oh, you here's know, the other know. thing. If we They've... end up
1: doing the, if we end up doing the Coliseum, I think that would be a cool yes thing to do. I mean, I would want to go to something like that because yeah. it's like I want to see a freaking NASCAR race in a football stadium. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I think it'd like it. be awesome.
0: The other thing is, I saw in the article that was about it, they then it would be like the showcase of the next-gen car's first race. But teams are like, we don't want to go wreck our next gen cars in the first race of the year I'm like and then what's the point like yeah you can go out race old cars but like this is a big opportunity just to show that there's some new things happening in the sport This new car like you gotta use the next gen car yeah Yeah. alright we're going to Richmond we're actually not going to Richmond we're uh, gonna watch Richmond and then I'll provide some analysis on Twitter at hey Jason Schultz can follow me there go read my Darlington analysis fueled by Cat the captain and Andrew where can they follow you
1: you follow me on angel curling tv um have some content left in the bank but i don't know we've got a great great powerful glorious white knuckled god-fearing spun out and half turned over racing stories podcast for you this week um it's a pretty just unbelievable story um so go listen to that
0: and um happy football season go patriots
1: Go Pat. Go! Thanks for listening to the Redhead Racing Radio! We'll be back next week,
0: y'all! Just quick idea, I think we should <laughs> call it Redhead Football Radio for the rest of the year. No.